What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hi, friends. Dr. Joseph here with you today. And uh, I'm going to be reading Mark chapter 2, verses 18 through 22. Now, before we begin, do you wish that you had someone to just sometimes fix your life? I know we wish that. In fact, we can often think that Jesus is the fixer of our lives, kind of like Chip and Joanna Gaines trying to fix up an old house. But I think we're going to see today that Jesus is so much more than a fixer. Now, let's jump into the text. Now, I have somebody special here with me, and we're going to read this text together. So we're going to read Mark chapter 2, verses 18 through 22. This is my daughter, Abby. Abby is eight, almost nine years old, and uh, she's in the third grade at Blackman Elementary. So, Abby, let's read Mark chapter 2, 18 through 22. Now John's disciples and Pharisees were fasting People came and asked him, Why do John's disciples and Pharisees, why Disciple. disciples fast? Put your disciples to not fast, Jesus said to them. The wedding guests cannot fast while the groom is with them. Can they, as long as they have the groom with them, they cannot fast? But the time will come when the groom is taken away from them, and then they will fast, fast in the day. No one sews, sews a patch un- unshrunk cloth on an old garment. garment. Otherwise, the new patch pulls away from the old cloth. The new patch and a worse tear is made. Is made. And, and no one puts new wine into old, old wine, wine skins. Bin. Otherwise, the wine will burst skins, and the wine is lost as well as the skins. But new wine is for fresh, fresh wine, wine skins. skins. So the overall context is that Jesus is showing himself more and more as the fulfillment of the Messiah. Now, in the previous verses, there was the question of who Jesus was spending time with. Jesus replied with the illustration of a doctor that goes to the sick, not the healthy. And in verse 18, the question arises of what Jesus was doing. Why? Because he was not only at a party with sinners, but he was not fasting like other disciples and the Pharisees. And so Jesus in this moment, he introduces a series of illustrations. Now first, there's the illustration of the bridegroom. You see, Jewish people would have known that marriage was used as an illustration of God's relationship to his people. You see, prior to Jesus' arrival, the Jews were acting more as unfaithful to God than faithful. They were like the the bride waiting for the coming of the groom to claim his wife. They were looking for the Messiah, but they were looking for the wrong person. They wanted a powerful general, uh, somebody that was holy, that they could rally around. Yet here was Jesus that was hanging out with sinners and not fasting. 
I, I like what Spurgeon says in that Jesus hung out with sinners not for approval, but because these were people that needed repentance. What a great picture of this. Yet Jesus totally turns everything on his head when he shows them how he is the bridegroom, promise of God. You see, Jesus' illustration as well as a call to commitment in following him as a bride and groom were not married on how each person looked or the feelings that they had. They were married by this commitment, the moment that they said, I do, as a public declaration of their love. And what was happening? Jesus was pointing to his death, burial, and resurrection and ultimate fulfillment of the wedding feast in the final days. You go to Revelation 19, and you're going to see this wedding wedding feast that's happening with Jesus and all the church. The waiting was over. And then the next illustration is how there's these garments and the wineskins. Both of these point to the fact that Jesus came not to make just old things better, but to be the new and living way opened up for us, as it says in Hebrews chapter 10. Just as an old garment may wear out and and needing patches along the way, Jesus was showing how he didn't come to simply just be a patch to put on an old pair of jeans or an old piece of clothing to simply fix the law with his teaching. As we see in Matthew chapter 3, Jesus said that he came to fulfill the law, not to fix, but to redeem. This was not an addition to the law, but rather to be the only way of salvation. And he furthers this illustration with the wineskins. You see, what would happen is whenever new wine would be added to wineskins, it would cause the swelling of these wineskins, which were usually these leather holders of the wine. And as the old wineskins would expand from the gases that were in there from fermentation and wear out, if you tried to put new wine to them, they would burst. Jesus is showing once again how he didn't come to pour new into the old. He's simply showing how he is the new and only way. Jesus said in John 14, 6, I am the way and the truth and the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. And so Jesus' way was establishing a new covenant through his blood. It was the writing of the law in our hearts. It talks about in Jeremiah not on stones. It was the indwelling of the Holy Spirit in human temples, not temples made with hands. Now, what does this mean for us? First, let's remember, Jesus is the only way. There's no compromise in salvation. There isn't a back door where we compromise with other world religions. It is Christ and Christ alone in salvation. Second, stop trying to live a life where Jesus is a fixer Instead, remember, he is your redeemer. He takes the broken pieces of our life and he redeems them. He's bought you with a price through his death and his burial and his resurrection. He bought you and he redeems you. He sets your feet upon a solid rock. He gives a new song in your heart, as it says in Psalm 40. And when we understand who Jesus is, he isn't just our emergency fixer. He is the doctor, the transformer of taking that which was lost and saving it for his glory. Friends, thank you again for joining us today for this podcast. And we look forward to the next time that we get to gather together. God bless you guys and talk to you soon. 
Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.